The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too My brother, my brother, me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. And normally we would be a little uneasy right now because we didn't really prep uh, what we were going to say at the beginning. But the good news is I got the answer, baby. I kind of guessed at that because you were chuckling through, like, you're saying your name. And I was like, oh, he thought of something. Oh, he's got some. (laughs) He got that nug. This is really, this is really good. You ready? Yeah. MTV Movie Awards were last night. Oh, how did they go, Justin? Didn't watch. Okay. <laughs> so. But here's how I think they went. Okay. Big wins all around for some of Hollywood's heaviest hitters. Not Rebel Justin, Wilson what? was back. <laughs> <laughs> she's, getting, she's getting it done. I bet Adam Driver won for Best Villain, if I had to guess. And Justin, best, what, and, what are your favorite MTV Movie Awards specific categories? Not like your when, best actor, best actor. I, I'm talking specifics. Um, okay, my favorite, if I had to make a list, and it is, let me say, so hard to choose. Yeah. Okay. Um, my favorite would be best actor who pretended to be short by putting uh, shoes on their knees like Tim Conway and Dorf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, Which the is actors strangely who- a heavily contested. T- like, you'd be amazed Very how many people up for that every year. Tom Hanks won that Very one. Tom Hanks won that one this year for Bridge of Spies. You know, it's funny. <laughs> I actually I, I think that it should have an asterisk because, like, he actually had his legs cut off at the knees and shoes sewn mm-hmm. to his knees, and then afterwards had his legs sewn back, sewn back on. on. And at that's the like, knee. we, can't, that we can't all afford that surgery, Tom. Exactly. I know, I I know you had to rule him out. I know you're on some method shit playing Little Lawyer in Bridge of Spies, but no, we, it's, it, it's not a fair and balanced field, is it? It's bullshit. Um, I like, I've always liked the best kiss category. And I uh-huh. want to say a big congratulations to Inside Out for that, when all the emotions just had a big kissing party there at the end of mm-hmm. Inside Out. really like that. And I do want to say I was really surprised by the winner of the best piss category, and that's a new <laughs> one for 2016. And who won that uh, one, Griffin? Who won that also one? In, also, that also Inside Out. Wow! Same scene. Because the, emotion, the emotions sweet. in that movie were joy, anger, Fear, disgust, sadness, and then like that feeling you get when you have a pee that you've held in for a while, it feels so good. And that one was voiced by Martin Short, who accepted the award last night on behalf of Pixar. And pissed on the entire front row. (laughs) I thought his yellow tuckles was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. That's what you can expect from a true professional interview. I also I really appreciated how he made sure to thank Pissar. He like said Pixar, but he worked piss into it. (laughs) I thought that that was a nice touch too. Um, um, and then John Lasseter. John Lasseter was like, "Finally, somebody gets it. Finally, some recognition <laughs> for my good waterworks." My other favorite category, the MTV Movie Awards, is 
best dog humping someone's leg while someone else looks on like yeah okay yeah. that was Ra- that was randy quaid again for his performance in uh, a national lampoon's christmas vacation that's mm-hmm. like 20 and, uh, years running yeah 20 years running yeah such a huge gift for him so 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 happy for him to come out of they did have to film it he, he was kind of skyped in from his cave uh, but I, he looked great, and he had a really nice tux that he had fashioned out of tar and leaves. Yeah, and I re- so I thought that was. Great. I was really psyched to this year that there, the, he's gotten snubbed like a lot, but for for the award for best Randy Quaid impersonator, I was psyched to see Dandy Quaid finally get his like <laughs> get get gacked up there because like God knows he's worked for it for so long, and it's about time that somebody was like Dandy, you're doing a fucking great job up there. And it was actually a lot he, like Dave, because at a certain point, people stopped being able to tell the difference between Randy Quaid and Dandy Quaid. And actually, Dandy Quaid's <laughs> been working a lot as Randy Quaid, yeah. and his rate is higher. Like, that's the only yeah. You could get Randy Quaid <laughs> cheaper. My favorite part of when Dandy Quaid was on stage is after he accepted the award. And, you know, there's obviously some co-marketing going on here. Yeah. But he was like, and now that I got the award... Let me give you all a little sneak peek of what's coming in 2017. And then there was like a 30-second teaser trailer where just very slowly from black emerged the word Dennis. Yeah. And he was like, that's how we're doing it. And there were fireworks and stuff shooting out. And Dennis Quaid stood up like, hell yeah. And I don't know why he was there. Yeah, he doesn't doesn't understand. He's about, his career is almost over. Because once Dandy Quaid is in the mix, like, (laughs) you are defunct. You got assimilated. Hold on, Griffin. I hate to disagree with you but i Please. think that capitalism you love to disagree with me more than anything in the world it's your favorite true. fucking thing in the world i think that competition will breed a better quaid you know what i mean i think maybe the problem is dennis has been resting on those laurels for too long he's been sitting around on his laurels and he's grown fat and happy and now we right. need to get like I, I i can't think of a good pun name from dennis um but it will happen dandy will definitely think of it and then we're going to get a better breed of quaid from the right. competition. Right. It'll be the quadiest quade. It's the quade arms race. It's like yeah. a, it's like yeah. Uh so this is an advice show as you, as I'm sure you've guessed. And what we do on this show menace? is we take advice is it from menace people. Quaid? No, no, that's not menace it. Menace that's I'll Ennis, keep working on his it. Son. Uh listen. Penis? We've done this no. 297 times, believe it or not, and this is the 298th time we've done it. And we're gonna do it at least three hundred more times. Did you so know that? Let's just get going. Wait, just a real quick fun fact: fun Mabimbam McRoy family factoid. You can color this in on the back of your Cracker Barrel menu. Because did you know that there's a bonus Quaid? This, I did not know that. There's a real Quaid, and he's a half brother to Dennis and Randy. Bonus Quaid is what I call him. Uh, his real name is not much better. It's actually Buddy Quaid. Um, and that's a true fact. That's a true fact. He's forty-one years old. He lives in Houston, Texas. I could hop over there and say hi to Buddy Quaid. I bet um, he's not oh, verified on Twitter either. Brothers, do you know what today is? Actually, what I thought Griffin was going to point out. What's that? Uh, it's April 11th, 2016. Oh, shit. Oh. That means that today is the six-year anniversary of My Brother, My Brother, Me, which is what our intro is about. Can today. I just say, <laughs> can I just say, six years, and we're yeah. almost at 300 episodes. That's a fucking good track record, yeah, fan, fans mm-hmm. out there listening. That's a uh, solid 50 episodes a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really great average. Um, it's also important that I point out that Randy Quaid has a sister named Brandy Quaid. That's also true. No. Yeah, there's a Brandy Quaid out there. Is there a Denise Quaid? No, that would be funny, I, though. 
That would be funny. A Randy with an I. Okay, listen. I live in and manage a small apartment complex. We recently got some... I'm always nervous joking about uh, Randy Quaid, because I'm worried, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah you'd say, oh, Justin, yeah, Justin, you know? Justin, say no more. <laughs> you know, I think we I, all I'm, get it. I usually check the time between recording and publish and run some stats like, I don't know. I don't know. I live in and manage a small apartment complex. We recently got some new tenants downstairs. They seem like a lovely couple with little to no baggage. Well, yesterday, I got a text from them asking if we could share our Wi-Fi with them as they move in. They... You gave your number to him that quick? That seems a little they, wild. They, well, they manage the apartment complex, so yeah. they're like the oh, the soup, you know, perfect. the super okay. manager thing. Thank you, Travis. Uh, they said they'd be willing to pay for their use of the bill until they get their own service. I trust they aren't a husband and wife duo of hackers looking for some sweet ISP to siphon, but that doesn't mean I have to give up my Wi-Fi to just anybody, does it? Should I bite the bullet, be neighborly, and give them access? Are they coveting their neighbor's Wi-Fi? And that's from Gmail. This is un. This is un. This is unthinkable. This is completely unconscionable, unthinkable, and unforgivable. It's unforgivable that they've even asked for it. Because guess what? It's 2016. We live on the web now. I have two virtual reality helmets in my in my house. I have I have one and a half feet in the virtual world now, and I only have like two little toes is still in the meat space. I am a virtual. I'm for all intents and purposes a virtual being. I've converted all of my money over to Bitcoin, so the fucking tax man can't get his fucking grubby hands on it anymore. Um, and you have just been like these these people. Essentially, if they asked me this, they'd be like, "Hey, Griffin." Can we have unfettered access to all your shit? Can we have unfettered we, access to your Bitcoin? Can we show up naked in your virtual danger room? We live in a world in which when I moved to LA for a month, I was able to power the Wi-Fi of my computer through the cell service of my phone. Like, this is Star Trek shit. Like, I... No. Like, this is... They don't need to borrow a cup of sugar. Like... They need to borrow a cup of your social security number, and also they're going to get deep into your fucking VR presence, and they're going to get in your face when you least expect it. And then if the you, die in, if you thought, die in virtual reality, you die in real life. That's true. The first thing I thought when I read this question is, do it, and then just change your password on your Wi-Fi once it, But But that's the practical answer, and the real answer is, I would rather share my clothes with someone right. than I would my Wi-Fi. Imagine, try to imagine wait, guys, guys, in the future. Sorry, 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 sorry. I'm so sorry. My Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay, got it. Perfect. Uh, imagine it's like, try to look in the future a little bit. You hear a knock at the door, knock, knock, knock. They open it up. It's the hyper cops arriving at the yeah. scene of the crime. Now, hyper cops, cops, of course, in this case is an acronym for cyber operatives policing cyberspace with an S. Yep. And um, <laughs> they show up and they're like, so just to be clear here, oh, uh, good save, uh, good save. Mr. just to be clear, Mr. Paulson, you're telling me that you gave them access to your Wi-Fi signal. And if oh, a hyper yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Just that one more sense, question. Yeah. <laughs> one more question. Uh, how did you hack into the U.S. Treasury Department? Like, you're... You are culpable, and if you say you opened the gates to them, you are you are basically like type. They're typing with your hands, basically, yeah. is what I'm saying. You like no cop is ever going to believe that you just gave someone access to your Wi-Fi and you weren't in on it. Like, why mm -hmm, would you do mm -hmm. that if you weren't also hacking the WhiteHouse.gov site? Is that where they keep uh, all the secrets? Yeah, that's where they keep okay. the secrets. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think you can set up guest networks. Next question. Um, yeah, but even then, they get, they're going to have probably the same ISP. I'm not going to risk anything because I'm pretty sure if somebody connects, that's true. If somebody connects your Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi account, then I'm pretty sure they're just like five to six clicks away from being able to like scope your zone through your webcam. Definitely, that's probably true. And also, like how long, like. Two, three weeks tops, they got to go without Wi-Fi before they get that shit set up. Like, they have smartphones. It's 2016. If they're worried enough about Wi-Fi to contact their super about it and ask if they can use yours, they have smartphones. Think about this from from the other perspective, though. Imagine you're these tenants, and you ask your landlord if you could use their Wi-Fi, and they're like... Uh, absolutely not. No. You are going to think some dark shit is occurring No, this there. is no all question. you say, Juice. You just say, you know, actually, our Wi-Fi is not that fat. Like, we pay, we don't have very fast Wi-Fi, so, like, we don't really have the bandwidth to spare. And you kind of shrug your shoulders <laughs> and kind of chuckle at your own joke and then just close the door. Also, just one other thing. We sell bullets full of heroin uh, on the dark web. <laughs> and it's cool because then you can do, like, one of two illegal things with it if you want. So you can actually shoot people, kill them, and make them addicted to heroin. Make them get the real time. fucking high. I, uh, I, can you imagine like moving into a place and being like checklist, like move in number two, ask other person in building if you can use their Wi-Fi? That's like a, I would never do that. Never. Well, you have. Ever. We have a, I mean, all, all three of us have like pretty severe social anxiety that would prevent us That's from even I'm like saying. broaching a subject like that. Well, not everybody's, you know, wired like us. I guess that's true. They're mostly wireless. I'm just saying I'm in the fucking virtual Griffin, zone now. I they're cannot... mostly wireless because it's Wi-Fi. No, I heard. Which means wireless fidelity, I think. We get tweets all the fucking time from people like, you missed this great joke from Travis. I want to go ahead and put my flag in this one and go ahead and say, didn't miss it. Just did not appreciate <laughs> enjoy. it. Did not did enjoy, not enjoy. It. Was they not- should remake High Fidelity and call it Y Fidelity. I would watch that movie where he runs like a, just a oh, little no, like that, really no, hipster Ooh, internet yeah. shop. Cyber coffee shop. Now, yeah. That one's got me busting a gut. <laughs> <laughs> I only, I only want to, if, if you're not listening to Flack Files, then, <laughs> hi, it's me, Jack Flack. It's pronounced <laughs> GIF, you idiot. I made yeah. you a Spotify playlist. Here's the top five ways to get your girlfriend back. I only play uh, EverQuest on an ancient RP server that I run out of my... Uh, listen. listen. <laughs> yeah? Do you want me to read a Yahoo? My boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Uh, I guess we can. What do you want to do? What do you guys want to do? I'm going to read this. six years. I'm going to read this one, and um, as just as a little six-year present to myself, it's uh, sent in by Yadro Drew, Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew, in the game. Six years running, probably. I forget when he came in the game, but it was pretty early in there. Um, it's from Yahoo Answers user. Please load. Please, 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 God. Please, God, load. Nope. Not going to load. Someone's using your Wi-Fi. Um, don't even joke about that. Uh, Muffin says, I need some facts on Mario Lopez. Help, please. I need a lot of basic facts about Mario Lopez. Stared on <laughs> Save by the Bell. Please help. Some questions. One, family background, like the origin. Mm-hmm. Two, biography of him. <laughs> the, second, the second point is literally everything, uh, literally all the information that exists of him. Uh, three, birth date. Four, where he was born. Five, where he lives, and any others you can think of. And if you may, can you please include the information on where you found him? 
Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is a person that like not only knows the internet exists, but uses Yahoo Answers, but doesn't use the internet to just like Google like Mario Lopez. Okay, but in their defense, Mario Lopez keeps a pretty fucking low profile, doesn't he? He works hard to keep his name off that front page of Google. Uh, I, I mean, Lopez there are a few. Maybe facts. they work. Maybe they work in <laughs> a Mario Lopez free workplace. Oh, yeah. where they can't that would have be Mario the worst. Lopez Fifty in their interesting history. facts about Mario Lopez. Well, let's. I think <laughs> everybody fucking strap in. Oh, He's reading all fifty. Well, Happy sixth birthday born to on us. October tenth, nineteen seventy-three. He's a uh, baby. I was going to say he's way older than I thought. Born. He looks perfect. He was born with three dicks. Whoa, these facts are crazy, Travis. I'm also reading them. Definitely the same ones you were reading. <laughs> According to Mario Lopez, his first kiss was with Fergie when they were both on Kids Incorporated. Accor- and I'm, here's just the next fact in the same list. According to Mario Lopez, he had he's the only man to ever have two first kisses. Sorry, I misread it there in the middle, but that's weird. How do you have two first kisses <laughs> my my first kiss was mario and lopez and fergie watching kids incorporated and i was kissing the tv screen mm-hmm. it was both of them that's fun uh that fun fun kind of like thing because i because it didn't happen <laughs> but it's kind of a fun thing to say in it <laughs> it's kind of just silly if you imagine me kissing the tv and it's the two of them it's kind of playing <laughs> off what travis said just kind of a silly yeah thing it's, to like say. A silly, it's like just a silly it's like a silly little guy <laughs> number 14 <laughs> Mario Lopez has a sandwich named after him at the Quiznos in Long Beach. It's a turkey club. Well, that's... (laughs) Now, hold on. You can't just call a turkey club the Mario Lopez. Yeah, that's not... It's it's already got a name. A turkey club. Yeah. This is my signature sandwich, the peanut butter and justice. It's peanut butter and jelly. Wouldn't it be great if Mario Lopez had never been in that Quiznos and it was just... (laughs) It was just an aspirational naming of Mar- like a sandwich, like he'll come. Once, he'll come once he finds out about the Mario Lopez. I'm reading here come. that the character of Super Mario is named after Mario Lopez, which is weird. I'm not <laughs> exactly sure how was Shigeru Miyamoto like a big a big fan of Say by the Bell. Maybe mm-hmm. it would explain Maybe. a lot, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, Mario has an impressive physique, and he says he never drinks soda. I love that I had to Great. put that first part in there. Mario Lopez, he's got a fucking sexy body. Did you now you know that because the internet told you that and you just didn't look at him fucking ever. You won't catch eyes. Mario walking under a ladder. He's very superstitious. Like Mario Lopez has like swung Tarzan like vine to vine from Kids Incorporated to uh, say by the bell to fucking doing whatever he wants on TV and being basically everywhere. And looking amazing, despite the fact that he's 73 years old. Like, I'd be pretty superstitious, too. Like, I will do whatever it takes to not upset the karmic apple cart that I'm apparently riding high in. Lopez once admitted to having sex on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. That's a long, this is a quote, that's a long ride, by the way. It's very dark. Hopefully, I'll get the raft named after me. Hey, dog, I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean. And like it's pretty well lit and full of kids, you monster. <laughs> you're it's a fucking long monster. Either. Like you have to go. Like your foreplay has to just basically be the part where they're like, "Get in, <laughs> hide the boat, get in the boat." Um, 
and you're sitting on. Oh, ha, 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 ha. oh, uh-oh. Mario Lopez, you're a fun guy. Forty-one, he loves coffee and drinks it black. Forty-two, not surprisingly, his favorite ice cream flavor is coffee. I that really could have been. They started to get. They just wanted to get to fifty. Yeah, huh? they had they just that red zone. And they were like, oh shit. <laughs> Sit. They were trying to beat the top 40 facts article on the internet about Mario Lopez. They, they probably cribbed yeah. a bunch of those, too, and then they just added 10 about coffee on there. Okay, wait, hold on. Uh, I'll Google Mario. Number, 40, number 48, Mario Lopez wasn't on Saved by the Bell. Come, hey. Mario Lopez dick <laughs> length. Mario Lo, um, penis size. Um, Can we not... Can we not? And his big dick. Um, Mario Lopez nude. Um, Where are these? Is, what are you doing? Is Mario Lopez circumcised? Hey, Travis, what are you doing? Um, what? What are you doing, Travis? I'm just trying to get all the Mario Lopez facts that this person <laughs> craves. I'm, I'm Googling Mario Lopez feet. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We're doing uh, it. See, Justin, you're part of the problem. What do you think his next big project will be? Getting... If you, okay. If you were Mario Lopez, right? Uh -huh. And you had... That Lopez heat. What would you do with it? Um, well, that's a great question, Travis. Me, a restaurant for dogs. Okay, and yeah, no, that makes sense. No humans allowed here. Oh, and I call it "Gone to the Dogs." Does that? I might a just Mario do Lopez joint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't try to get something. <laughs> you wouldn't try to get something even Lopez adjacent in there. <laughs> nope <laughs> all the waiters will be dressed like mario lopez listeners if you're wondering why the last 30 seconds of the show has gotten a little laggy that's the sound of all of us trying to come up with some sort of dog related pun for a restaurant starring mario lopez <laughs> caters to dogs we have as you can tell so far been unsuccessful uh lopez in this effort lopez Mario Lopez, gone to the dogs. <laughs> this is pretty good. That's his pet story. Gone to the dogs. Gone to the dogs too. Mario Lopez, the sequel to my last joint. Oh, it's like how uh, Bill Murray made like a Caddyshack restaurant that was like all golf themed. Mario Lopez, his mistake was he made the dog themed restaurant first, and then he spun that off into the movie Mario Lopez. What if Mario Lopez had been a dog? The movie. Based on the restaurant. I don't think this needle no, is going to yeah. get threaded, gang. Nope. Well, listen, hey, we we had a good effort. And <laughs> Hello, everybody. We'll it it's me, Socrates, the inventor of jokes. And I'm here to congratulate you on finding the impossible <laughs> joke. The joke <laughs> that can't be told. Oh, I knew we discovered it. It only took us six years. Thanks, Socrates. Thanks for letting us know now. You've worked uh, hard. You've found a lot of difficult concoctions over these past six years, but you found the two subjects that cannot be combined to create humor out of it. I'm Socrates. <laughs> you can keep trying, but you're only wasting your time and the listener's time. If you're a listener right here, and <laughs> you are probably have already cooked up two or three humdiggers, do not fucking no i'm telling you don't even tweet those shits they suck i'm telling you i'm socrates <laughs> now socrates did you discover the same combination during your time is that how you you know that there's nothing but uh uh uh, uh darkness on this path i did i looked into the crystal lens <laughs> i looked into the crystal lens and i saw 
Mario Lopez? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Got a hand up under that toga. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I masturbated yeah. to the crystal. Yeah. And then I, <laughs> I foresaw, I was like, what if he owned a restaurant for dogs? And everyone thought that was so whimsical. And they were all perched on the edge of their seats because I was performing at the Apollo. That, it was a different Apollo. It was for, like for the god. And anyway, uh, I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't get, couldn't Is that why you got finish. poisoned? Sorry? Is that why you got poisoned? Was that you? Yeah, that was me. They killed walk? me right there on the spot. And that's where the term to die on stage came from. But I died happy, didn't I, looking at Mario Lopez? <laughs> so wait, you're looking at it. Let me get this straight. You're looking at a lens of Mario Lopez in front of people beating it. The crystal lens. <laughs> you're masturbating in front of an audience. You were already on some fucking Andy Guys, Kaufman experimental comedy shit, huh? Bros, this was like either Rome or Greece. I'm not sure sort of when I operated. But anyway, yeah, that's <laughs> like sort of while. common procedure. You're not enjoying a, a good sporting event or a good joke or a wedding or a, a bar mitzvah? Nope. We probably didn't have those back then, but... Anyway, yeah, I was having myself a good old toga talk. Toga <laughs> talk. That's why you had the togas in the first place, right? Yes. yes. Now you're getting it. <laughs> Am I? Well, Socrates, thank you so much for coming by and saving us the trouble. We would have just kept bashing our heads against this thing. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. I'm actually speaking to you through the crystal now. Before I died. Oh shit, that's a paradox. Oh shit! That's weird. His apparition, his apparition just like deleted itself from. That was weird. Just like Barkio Lopez. Is that like a thing? Is that no? Close. Hey, I'm back. Oh shit. Oh my god. All my hypotheses. They're ruined. <laughs> this changes everything. <laughs> just Barkio Lopez. We're gonna enter there it into, is like, again. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, next question. Here it comes. Man, I googled so many things in the last five minutes. I need to close them before the anything. FBI sweeps in. <laughs> I, I mean, I googled when will Mario Lopez die, and I feel like that put me on a very short watch list. It's just me and Mark Paul Gosler. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I live it. Okay, my boyfriend and I go out on a very regular basis. So we spend a decent amount of time in the car together. I like to listen to music during transit, and I love to sing along to songs. My boyfriend will constantly ask me a question or try to talk to me in the middle of a song I love to jam to. I've told him I find this frustrating, but he still does it. Am I wrong to want him to wait until the end of a song for a chat? And that's Cranky Co-Pilot. This is cr this is the weirdest. Like I'm imagining the... I'm imagining like me and one of you guys in the car and just like one week just came on and I'm like, time to show off my rap skills. Chickity China, the Chinese chi And then like one of you is like, hey, did you see the new Star Wars trailer? Like in the middle, like while I'm in the middle of busting out those fucking raps. <laughs> Do you know how angry I'd be? Car singing is the most intimate, personal, like thing you could possibly do. That doesn't yeah. involve a toga. And I don't know why you would do that with another person in the car. There are it's two reasons. Not done. There are two reasons. The center will not hold. The two reasons are one for comic effect. Like you sing yes. very like way too intensely to someone or you saying the words wrong on purpose. Like that's pretty funny. Um, Jesus, pretty funny. we are just putting on a fucking workshop today, aren't we boys? We're just putting on a fucking laugh, laugh clinic. For example, my favorite one to do it for is that one song about like, 
because uh, I like you, I like you. But instead I sing, put your makeup on, take it off, put it on again, try again, now some more, a little more makeup. Okay, that's great. And it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I bet it would be if I knew like what you, the fuck you were talking about. I believe it's, I believe it's Colby Kaye. Okay. Um, and then okay. the well, other reason is if it is a musical number that is a duet. And you... So maybe... Yeah. So maybe... Your boyfriend doesn't get that he's supposed to join you in on the song. So what you need to do is stop and throw it off to him and just be like, blah, 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 blah. now you and like give him like the two points, throw it off to yeah. him and get him involved in the song. You could sing like like you're just mid islands in the stream and you're just like, and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage of the Sahara. Mr. Dylan. And then just wait for Dylan to pick it up. That would be awesome. If someone did it to me, I would feel so cool for like the five seconds. That it took you to realize you don't know the lyrics. Yeah, nobody knows any of the fucking words. Islands Um, in the stream. The stream. That That is is what you are. are. Is that right? I don't actually. I can't actually. Like a superstar. Come away with me. To the island, island time. Stream. <laughs> That's actually what most people don't know is there are actually concurrent lyrics to Islands in the Stream. <laughs> Both of us are correct. I wish I'd been with Jimmy Buff the de- first time he heard that fucking song. And he was like, this motherfucker. What are you, why? Why, Justin? Like, how did I not write this? To, well, I should have written this song. Like, he doesn't seem, like, and now Island, definitely, but he doesn't seem like a stream-based performer to me. Like that's islands true. in the bay. It, yeah. that's, he doesn't like he doesn't like bodies of water that are landlocked. Yeah, Everybody knows that. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't. I think I. I gotta be honest. I hate to like. I I, I just think it's kind of rude. I think it's a little rude to sing honestly. or to interrupt the song. To sing with somebody else in the car when they're trying to like the the like you're in a relationship with somebody like like no one's ever been like. Uh, listen. I knew the day I wanted to marry you is because I never wanted. I never wanted to hear SWV's "Week." That's Sisters with Voices. I never wanted to hear that without you on the track. And that's how I knew. Like you, you get together with somebody so you can like talk to them and spend time with them. Oh. And if like you're both singing a song that you like, that's one thing. But like if you're just putting on a little little personal concert for somebody who's trying to operate a motor vehicle, yeah. like what how would you feel if like mid concert they just slipped earbuds in their ears and they started listening to a podcast? Like that'd be pretty <laughs> savage. Wait. But that's kind of what you're doing to them. This question asker is is um is definitely asking like has asked the the boyfriend not to do it anymore. Oh, like, then you just need to give in to Kate. Song him. comes on, you crank it up, you look at him and go, "I'm gonna sing now. Talk to me after the song." And you just go communication, That's, just right there. What is he supposed to do? What does he do for the next three minutes? He listens like, and enjoys. Listens and enjoys. Claps and enjoys. Claps like like a tenth, like a ten year old, fifteenth century lord. Just like yeah, it stands for me, Jester. That's what, um, that's what you look for in any partner. I think the ability to enjoy you in a childlike manner. I can see a situation where I would be the singer and I would get worried about their non-participation in the song. And like if, if, if John Michael Montgomery's sold the Grundy County auction came on and then I, of course I'm going to 
Yeah, pretty little one. Give me a sign. Give me a sign. I'll yeah. do anything. Of course, I'm gonna like. Oh, man, I thought we were gonna burn it down. Oh, yeah. Within the six years, can we? Have we not earned one the, fucking the right? Well, we down to the ground to crown the auction. I saw something I just had. I can't. Have. We gotta pay my breaks. My mind told me I should proceed with caution, but my heart said go ahead and make a bid on that. He did a lot of research into auctions. I said, hey, pretty little one, give me a sign. Give anything. Oh, that's good. No, I'm definitely not gonna sync you guys up. So this is gonna be like. Oh, good, good. Good. I've never seen anyone. Yeah, I've so never seen anyone look so mad. Never seen any. Never seen anyone. Never seen. Never seen any. Never seen. We're just gonna duplicate it so there's 19 of us, all just different parts of the song. It's a round. Blonde hair, blue eyes. There's no one gonna give me a little sign. I gotta have her. She's one of a kind. I'm about to bid my heart goodbye. Going twice. I'm sold to the lady in the. T- give me a sign. That's what you guys fucking sound <laughs> like. I don't know. <laughs> That's you. you were just, well, I, I went down to the like... Gundy County. Give me a sign. That's you guys doing a little live remix. Should <laughs> I get my guitar? Let me grab my guitar. No, 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 no. Hey, juice, 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 juice. Real quick, juice, real quick before yeah. you do that. Yeah. Um, do you guys want a different Yahoo? Or should we go to the Money Zone? Money Zone. And here's an instrumental oh, no. musical vocal transition into the Money Zone. It's the Grundy County Auction. By us. We recorded it afterwards in a professional studio, and it sounds really good, and I'm going to play for you right now. You wear underwear every single day. On my butt, that's true. Well, hold on. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. You probably do. Statistically, you do. Sometimes I wear. Sometimes, if there's a bad storm outside, I'll wear thunderwear. Nice. When you're wearing a sometimes, suit of sweats, if I'm very curious, I'll wear wonderwear. If I'm feeling really religious, nunderwear. That's good. If I'm feeling like making some word jokes, punderwear. Okay. So, uh, if it's the first not. day of I'm the work week, let- munderwear. I'm not gonna let you motherfuckers Dan McCoy me through this advertising break. You're just gonna have to just just. I just, feel like I've got two more. If I'm in if, okay. if I'm in middle school, well, fine. I'm over here. I'm done. I'm out. Um, if I see if I'm in middle school and I see something even remotely sexy, uh, cumderwear. Nice. Okay. Um, if I'm planning on day on the beach, sunderwear, or also concurrently, if I'm planning on ripping things apart, sunderwear. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, if I'm about to go jogging or underwear. Okay, so let's do it. I'm done. 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 Go ahead. Go for it, Juice. What if you're uh, trying to catch sharks with uh, putting a lot of blood in the water? Oh, chumderwear. There you go. <laughs> Meonies are the most comfortable underwear you can wear, and that's what this company is dedicated to making. They're made from sustainably sourced modal. So a few years from now, your children will be able to enjoy watching modals frolic through the trees. <laughs> used to be, used, used to, be for, to get one pair, you would kill a whole modal and you'd only use like, like 5% of it and you'd throw the rest right down into the modal well. But they modal use every us. part of the modal now. Yeah. Yeah, it's twice as soft as cotton and nothing really describes the fit and feel of these until you put them on your Jenny's uh, yourself. Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada, and you can save $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. You can get the subscription or a single pair. Either way, you get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. You're going to adore these underwear. So listen, do you wear glasses? Sure, we all do. Hi, I'm Travis McElroy, the spectacled gentleman. If you wear glasses, then you know 
glasses are just an unavoidable part of life. Try not wearing them. Just try it. You can't. There, there are lots of people who like don't like there. You, you have, have garbage eyes. Your okay. eyes are made of garbage, and you can't see shit. What are you gonna do? Go to some box glasses store and pay way too much? No, that would be dumb. And you're not a dummy. You wear glasses like a smart person. What you're gonna do is you're gonna go to Warby Parker. You're gonna get contemporary prescription glasses starting at just $95. That, like, if you've ever bought glasses before, you know that that is an amazing price. You can get prescription sunglasses starting at just $175, and that includes the lenses. Here's how it works. They have a home try-on pro program where you order five pairs of glasses. They ship directly to you. That's for free. You try on all the frames. You get a feel for them. You actually get to look at them. People get to look at you and say, that's great. You get five pairs for five days, and then you mail back the ones that you don't want. You only keep the ones that you want. It's an amazing system, and it really works. You go to warbyparker.com. That's W-A-R-B-Y-P-A-R-K-E-R.com slash mybrother, all one word, and you get a risk-free try-on experience today. Warbyparker.com slash mybrother. Um, if you would like to have a message read on our show, you can do it by going to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. It's the place to go to wish someone happy birthday or to talk about your Etsy business, or like if your friend James is in a coma and like you wanna say, James, please wake up, and you wanna send him a message through the Jumbotron, and maybe you're fucking with him through his favorite podcast, and you paid money to like have them say, James, please wake up. You can do that. Just go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron. Do we have a message this week? Yeah, I got one for Clementine. It's from Aunt Jessica. And it says, welcome to the world. I want your life to be filled with laughter, so a mabim-bam greeting seems like a good place to start. I know your mom was a fan when you were in utero, so you're already prepared for a world of majestic horses, haunted dolls, and Garfield monstrosities. We're all so glad to finally have you here. So what's up, you cool baby? So, I mean, she's probably seven by now. But yeah. gosh, <laughs> I'm just so, so happy to have Clementine here on Earth. And in high school, I'm just really happy. This <laughs> so vote here. Clementine, 2016. So vote Clementine. Uh, vote Clementine. She's a mother of three, and she's just doing her best to. Okay. So basically, welcome to the world, and also we're sorry. Yeah, welcome to Earth. You guys, I'm so excited to introduce to you my new baby, Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. This is gonna be a really fun look at things that I find curious, whether it's a menstrual cup, it might be the Romanoff family, it might be fracking, it could be Carly Fiorina. I don't even know, who knows? It's gonna be whatever I think is interesting. I can't wait to bring it to you guys. We're gonna be bringing in content experts. I'm gonna be learning the things. It's only gonna take about 30 minutes for you to expand your baby brains with me and have a super fun time. So I can't wait to see you on our first episode of Getting Curious. I started a new job and it's been great, except one of the other employees has been trying to give me friendly warnings. Now, that's in quotes, but I thought I implied it with my tone. Mm -hmm. I'm a he professional. did great. Now, I know how to do my job, and no one has complained, but these warnings have gotten in my head more than once. Their latest warning just annoyed me. Quote, try not to get that done early so you can get in trouble. What? Try not to get, so, let me let me do it like I think this person did it. Try not to get that done early. You can get in trouble. What the fuck does that mean? I don't so know. So brothers, how do I deal with a coworker trying to assert dominance? And that's from you're not my supervisor. You fucking shank him. You fucking shank him right between the second and third rib. 
Just like give okay. it to him right there. I want to, okay. I side with the question asker here, but I would pose that it's possible they're not trying to assert dominance. Maybe that's 100% how they're coming across. But maybe like they consider themselves a bit of like the welcome wagon for new employees who they've really figured out how things work around. They've been around the block. They've seen new employees come and go and they've really got the lowdown and they want to help you out. But it's coming across like, uh, well, even as I said it, it really does like I know it and you don't, which is bullshit. But it might not be consciously as shitty as it could be. Does that make sense? Uh, um, Maybe they are on some level trying to help you. They're just really shitty about it. No. Some some pe some people actually like th like <clears throat> some people don't have a way of communicating things about their lives or like don't have that much interesting stuff in their life or don't have much of a personality outside of of their job. Like yeah. their job is the way that like they define themselves. So the way that they're trying to make a connection with you is sharing, because it's the only thing they know that you have in common. So they're trying to connect maybe with, I, I may be being too charitable here, but you know, I've known people who they're, they're so sort of uh, 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 embedded in their job that it's really the only thing they have to like Jesus, talk about. Justin, you don't have to fucking to, like, bridge the gap. You don't have to fucking subtweet me. I'm right here. Yeah, I'm really obsessed with my podcast, my video output, but I'm not just one dimensional. I get, I get out there and do lots of stuff. I go jet skiing almost every other weekend, just to work on um, my jumps on the jet ski. And I don't, but to be I, fair, Griffin, now you've talked about it on your podcast, so now that is part of your podcast work. Son of a, oh my god. Um, uh, I think this person trying to be the boss and the only way to be the boss is to beat the boss and they're not going to beat they're not Whoa. going to attack their boss so this have some just kind of like boss beating strategy guide yeah it's it's uh, i i post it and prima games published it and it's also a boss guide for castlevania symphony of the night so like if you follow that then you'll be able to also attack your boss and win in like a physical fight it, there's a uh -huh. lot of crossover um just you know use a lightning type weapon um I think uh, that this is like really shitty. The way that it, it, it may just be entirely, I might just be projecting because of the tone of voice that Justin used when he said this thing, or the, the tone of voice Travis used when he said this thing. Maybe I should uh, direct this aggression right at Travis, and maybe this is more innocuous than it sounded. But this idea of this person being like, do you try not to get that done early? You can get in trouble. That's some fucking Dorian Gray bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that his name? It's. it's Sure. It's also possible that this person isn't actually trying to help you. And by saying shit like, don't get this done early, I could see a scenario in which you get it done early and the boss is like, well, now I can give you more work because I know you can get it done on time. But like, I can't imagine an office scenario in which you would, quote, get in trouble for completing tasks ahead of time. We need, we, what we need, as and by we, I mean humans. We need like fighting plumage, because like obviously oh, you can yeah. get your you can get your body really big and you can like assert you can reassert dominance against them by like just showing them your big muscles and like sticking out your chest and making making you know human fighting noises like come on come on that's like uh -huh. our like fight sound but I'm saying like we need something like most frogs have where they like extend their throats out real big and you know like oh fuck I gotta stay away from that frog or like birds that like shake their 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 plumage to let them know like if you if you're feeling froggy then fucking jump Griffin, but we don't it, have that are you humans. are you pitching a scenario in which like you get your hackles up and someone's going 
oh, leave him alone, he's in a bad mood, or like literally like someone comes up to you and they say something and shitty, like, like you might get <laughs> in trouble, and you're like, Hurrah! and they're like, oh shit, is it like a Dilophosaurus, we need to leave that fucker alone. I'm saying humans need neck webbing or something. Got it. That they can really just like, and it's not just for, it's just to scare somebody off. You wouldn't use it in a, in Would a it fighting. also be for mating? Oh, Maybe. fuck yeah, dude. You okay. shake that in a certain way, and it's like, all right. What if you what if you keep your fists in satin bags? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So I'm already on board. Real me in. Satin bags. All right. Do the satin I bags. Mean, Can you describe the satin up? bags? Because I really need you to paint me a picture right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have re- they're sort of like imagine the crown royal bag, uh-huh. but they're red. Okay. Satin. And you slip them over f- your fists, and on one of them, it, very decorative, is embroidered the word lucky, lefty, lucky lefty. Uh-huh. And then on the other one, it's embroidered the word right boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when they- Is, it, when the same, is like, it the same for all people, or does everyone have their own customized, like, specific- Same words, custom fonts. Okay. Okay. All web, right. web dings, comic sans are popular options. So if somebody gets on your case, and they're, like, giving you- the business, then you just start slipping the satin bags off your fist as if it's time to set like like time for work, time to go to work. Um, you know? Can they? And then they'll get it from there because there's no reason that you would take them out of the bags. You know, it's your fist. I mean, it's all yeah, just, just fist. So what so I love what I, about that, Justin, is you only need to do that once to establish like what it means when the bags come off. It's not like a learned behavior that like you would only have to once remove the bags and punch someone and put them back on before everyone would be like, if he goes for the bag, just back away. Don't break eye contact. Do not smile. That's a show of aggression. Keep your shoulders hunched. Just move away and then turn a corner as quickly as you can. This would make a bar fight more like way more interesting. I don't like watching people fight. Like those videos pop up on Facebook. It's like, watch these 12 dudes knock the fuck out of each other at a baseball game. Like, no, I don't want to watch men get hurt. No, thank you. But I would watch 12 men standing in a circle, very slowly taking bags off their hands, going like, uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Because it's the drama. It's the build-up. It's the fucking it's drama. Really it's the, the build-up. It's the Christmas Eve of the you, brutal right. attack. You know what would make human fighting so much better? So Sword. when deer, oh. when when male bucks fight, like deer bucks, they like slam their horns together, and sometimes there's a chance that their horns become stuck together, and, <laughs> and then they like, just have to kiss. Mm-hmm. That's nature looking out for itself. Like, hey, you two are beautiful. Don't fight. I'm gonna make y'all kiss instead. Clink. You're stuck. Smooch, smooch, smooch. But can you Not- imagine if two like drunk people at a bar were like, we're gonna have to fight about this. And then they started fighting, but then by the end, like their arms were just like stuck to get like hooked together in a way that they couldn't get out. And they're like, oh man, now we're both look like dummies. Now we're both embarrassed. And that smaller person took our drinks and we can't do shit about it. I, I think I, I think like that. that. that Something better. like that does happen though in boxing. Yeah. Sometimes the um the uh, uh the the boxers will get into like they'll be so exhausted uh-huh. that they'll kiss. That they'll like no, they'll just like wrap each other up and stand there for a second. And it's like it's beautiful because it's both of them saying, "I want to fight. Like, I want to. Hey. I want to punch you so bad, but I'm so sleepy. <laughs> I want to punch you more, but I'm so." One of them just whispers in the other's ear. First of all, I am tired. I am true of heart. And the other one whispers back, you are tired. 
you were true of heart. It's like this moment where they're both very human. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's very, they're very connected to each other and everything, just the whole thing, you know? And then they, then another one gets so angry yeah. that they let themselves become so vulnerable that yeah. it gives them the energy to finish the fight. I think that's, that's why, why it would be nice if you gave boxers like the chance to ring their own bell when they need a break. Yeah. But like they hug and they're like, are you, do you want to take a break? We'll sit down on our stools. Someone yeah. will cut us and put a, like a cold quarter on our face or something. Or, or, or like on the, their own bell. On the flip side, it's just like, I'm just going to stand here and hug you and take a nap because I don't want the man to cut my face anymore. And as long as I'm in here, I'm safe from the cutting man. <laughs> you oh, lean God. against me, I lean against you, and neither one of us has to sleep with our heads in the mud. Hey, you know hey, what I mean? Man. Hey, man, I also am very afraid of the cutting man. Oh, good. I thought it was just me. Nah, dude, just hug me here. I'll watch your cutting man. You watch my cutting man. Yeah, that's not please, a good arrangement. Please don't, please don't make me go back to the cutting man. Should we punch Should, should we punch each other just more just to... so they don't like ring the, the cutting man belt? No, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, man. That, that I'm one hurt. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so really... sorry. <laughs> that last one hurt so bad. <laughs> My face uh, is so you... tender, please. It's but so I, it's, I can't it's... get cut. Yours, you have blunt and he has edged, and I'd rather take a blunt <laughs> hit, please. Just punch me again. I don't want to punch you again. If you don't punch me, I have to go back to the cut man. Free me. Free me from the cut prison hey man, with your punch hey man, gloves. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to go over there, and I don't want to get my face all cut up to relieve the pressure in there. But I also don't want to get punched anymore. Do we have any way out of this? Can we save face? Can we both Do- lay down? Can we, do we got any kind of exit strategy out of this so we don't get to have to punch each other anymore? I'm just sleepy. You smell good. Hey, really- hey, dog, you smell good. <laughs> Thank Boxing's you. It's really the story of two guys trying to run away from their individual cut men, and they just meet each other in the middle. It's like, well, I got to go through this guy because he is not altering his course whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I th- and I if, think you, and if some- you punch good enough, the referee doesn't make you go back to the punch man, to the cut man. <laughs> I think there's some truth to what we're saying, though, because every fight... By like round three through 10, it's just like, not that I've watched that much boxing in my life, but it's just kind of peters out, right? And that first round, they go crazy. And after that first round, they get into a hug. And the second round, they're like, hey, dude, I don't know about you. I just remembered, I do not like being punched. Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's why when when you see that like one punch KO on like the first punch of the mat, like at first, the guy who punched the guy out is like, yeah. And he's like, oh. I didn't give myself hardly any break away from the cut man. I have to go right back. I was literally just there. I didn't get, I should have, I should have waited to knock that guy out. So I could have had at least like 10 minutes where I wasn't with him. Oh, it's kind of sad. That's why it's called the beautiful dance sport. Do you want to yell? <laughs> Can I give you fucking clowns Yahoo real quick? Yeah. It's by level 9,000. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Uh, 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 Sally. Thank you, Sally, for this question. Sally asks, I have to go to a bully's birthday party tomorrow night, and I do not know what to give them for a gift. Can anybody help me with this? No details? No details, huh? Is there not enough fucking... That's a beautiful okay, short story. So you were invited to, let's say, Brock Hit Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. I would call him a fucking bully. You're invited to Brock Lesnar's birthday party, and all Brock does is pick <laughs> on you while you're at school. This is like, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, we're picturing this is like a Muppet Babies, but it it was like MMA and it's boxers w- and w- WWE babies. I was getting there, yeah, wrestling babies, wrestle babies. So you're in a wrestle baby situation. We've all been there, and you're invited to this. You don't want to go, but maybe like your mom knows Brock's mom from church. 
And she's yeah. like, we have to go. The listeners, you know, they're in our Bible study. We have to go. What do you get, baby Brock? Uh, I mean, the um, obvious answer is a Jimmy John sandwich or a Jimmy John's like gift card. Is that a Brock that would Lesnar be a, thing? Boy, that would be a fucking funny joke if either of you two knew anything about wrestling. I wasn't yeah. sure if that was a wrestling thing or just like a bully thing. Jimmy John. Jimmy John. I'm, I'm just going to call him Jimmy John because he wears shorts as Jimmy John's on them. And he's the only fucking wrestler who's allowed to wear like a logo on a thing. And it's a fucking Jimmy John's pants. And nobody knows why. <laughs> nobody knows why. I don't think he's getting money out of it. I think he just like loves that. He roast loves beef. that hunter. Yeah. Loves that hunter. Um, Maybe you could get him a book. I was about to say on not bullying, but what if you went the other way and got Travis. him a book on how to be a better bully? And you were just like, from now on, like, I am I got your back. Like, I like that you're a bully. I not mm. only want to support it, I want to make you a better bully. So when you bully me, I'm enjoying it too. Reverse psychology. Until he's like, I can't bully Travis anymore. He enjoys me being a better bully. What See, am this I even is doing? This is that fucking Hey Arnold, Helga Pataki, like, nobody came to your birthday party because you're kind of a heel, but I yeah. came to it, and I didn't want to at first, but now I'm learning a lot about you. You're learning a lot about me. You're still going to fucking bully me come Monday. But yeah, that Roger Klotz, if we may, branch into a different, I like yours too. I just want to expand it because maybe we were talking to a little bit of a generational gap. Your Roger Klotz, he finds your diary, but he doesn't. he says he doesn't read it when you're afraid that he did, but he doesn't. And it, it turns out he's not such a bad guy. And then Budnick on Sweet Your Shorts. He's a good character. And he, he puts he puts the puzzle together. What? Ice cream? Because he's magic? <laughs> Wait, hold on. And, and he tries to, he goes to awful waffle you, and he leans in close to your ear, and he's like, <laughs> I know, my dad's a piece of shit, too. And he lets you up, and then you're free to go. And then Sponge and Donkey Lips are there. And... Okay. Man, and Alleg- a good show. Allegra, Allegra pops out that window. She's like, hi, I existed. And also Eureka's Castle. Okay. So much. Good I got a perfect stuff. gift. I got a perfect gift. Two satin bags <laughs> for his fists. <laughs> but listen, inside the satin bags, itching powder. You got him. You What's got him. Up? You got him. You got him. You got him. 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 Well, no, that's actually or bad. Acid. That's actually maybe acid. Now he's, his fists are literally itching to punch you. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's going to be withdrawing them all the time. He's going to be an, an object of living fear. Ooh, 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 ooh! Take it one step further, Justin. Itching powder, crazy glue around the inside rim. So he puts his hands in, itching, can't get the bags off to scratch him. Goes crazy. Yeah. Hey, how are you supposed to work on a computer if you have satin bags over your hands? That's why you don't see a lot of bullies in the technical fields. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> That's why. I get yep. it now. That's what. That's the answer. Okay, listen. I do just want to point That's out in- that the top answer on this question is somebody saying, I would give them a book on bullying. So way to go, nice. Travis. I did uh, it. Or some stupid gag gift, like a roll of duct tape marked with, to use over your mouth to prevent bullying. Really, I would do that in a heartbeat. Would you? Would you common you sense? Would you? Because it seems like you should have a funnier thing. If you're going to do a thing, a bit, you should have a funnier bit. You should Did also you hear not, my thing about the satin bags? You should not use the phrase gag gift to describe something that would literally be used to cover someone's mouth. Because then that is... That's not what that means. I know. That's not... You're wrong. I want to go back to talk about Wrestle Babies because I really feel like it's a property we could expand on and be pretty rich off of. Yeah, I would love to just hear you two say basically anything about wrestling for a minute. Today wrestling. I don't want to hear any fucking Jake the Snake shit or Honky Tonk Man bullshit. 
I want the current baby, roster. Baby Undertaker, he's still in there. That's fucking cheating. That dude's 50 years old. Uh, single <laughs> single H, which is baby Triple H. Okay. He hasn't right. earned the other two H's yet. That's fine. Do you think he would be Vince McBaby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they would have playpen matches instead of cage matches. Okay. Heck in a sec. What? That's mine. I just took your thing because it worked here too. It's my thing now on this show. Hey, listen, that's gonna do it for us. What about, gold, what about gold dust? But he's just uh, he's just really little, and he can he can sneak up at you through like toilet pipes. Oh God, I just gave myself a shiver. <laughs> so, a little birthday shiver, a little anniversary shiver here for six years of podcasting excellence. Uh, I want to mark this occasion by thanking some folks for some stuff they sent us. Uh, Meredith and Call. Maybe Colin, I'm not real good at these notes here, but they sent us a save the day date. Um, Stephanie and Michael Say, sent us Hey, McElroy, by the way, save the day. Thursday. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie and Michael sent us what I've noted here as an STD. I'm hoping I mean save the date there. And Tim and Mariah invited us to their wedding. Um, so apologies to all of you that we didn't make it, but I'm sure it's going to be a special day no matter what. Uh, Adrian sent us a $2 lottery scratcher. Didn't make any money off of that. Don't live in that state anyway, so I probably couldn't redeem it. Uh, Stephanie sent us a thank you note. Somebody sent us a uh, 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 fuck you Ron mug, but there was no information along with that. Uh, Landon sent us a blizzard puck, a Huntington <gasps> blizzard what? puck. I know, I know. It's a, we can, we can uh, share custody. Um Someone sent us juggling balls. Didn't appreciate that very much at all. Uh, they didn't have the. I have. have the I want you to know. I've been practicing. I also got those twenty sixteen. I'm gonna learn to juggle, and then we'll have a juggler in the family. You just have to deal with it, Dad. How many? Uh, how many flashes are you? Are you up to? Like not even I'm one. I'm a can't. Not I'm so one. bad at it, Justin. I'll give you some tips later. Um, the uh, and also the Joyful Fox and it's a really cool uh, Doctor Who clock that the Joyful Fox designed. Oh yeah, that was really cool. Um, you sent me a picture of that. That was yeah, it was really neat. Um, uh, so that's that's the gifts, and I really appreciate it, everybody. At PO Box fifty four, Huntington West Virginia two five seven zero six. If you want to send us something, Travis has his own box. PO though. Box nine zero nine, uh, Van Nuys, California nine one four zero eight. You can find it all on MacroyShows.com. There's also like all of our shows and like the contact info and that kind of stuff. I want to say that I don't have a PO Box because I've sort of evolved beyond um, owning physical possessions. But if you just just want to think a good thought towards me today. Just like think like a positive, warm thought and just send some of that energy in my direction. I'd appreciate it. All right. And we want to say thanks again to MeUndies, who are dedicated to providing the world's most comfortable underwear. Go to MeUndies.com slash my brother for free shipping and 20% off your first order. Oh, also another note. Please stop subscribing my box to horse magazines. Like I get it, but they still keep, they just keep coming. I have three Western Horseman issues that I get every. I, I just would rather. I not. helped Justin clean out his PO box when we were in town for Christmas, and no kidding, guys, 
it's a fucking horse disaster in there. And listen, this box. is not one of those funny things where we're saying don't do it so that more people will do it. And you're we're, like, well, I'm going to do it. It's a waste of paper. And like, it's a waste oh, of horse. It's it. a waste of horse information. But most importantly, it has become a logistical nightmare. <laughs> nightmare. My, when, when my boy Tim at the, at the Veterans Memorial Boulevard post office, when I pull up, he's like, oh, this fucking guy. They have literal tu- they have literal bad. tubs in the back room full of unread horse magazines, and it's uh, it is so embarrassing. It is embarrassing, but postcards are nice. Yeah. You can do that. Postcards are great. Unless one anyway, of those postcards uh, ends up in one of the fucking folds of the horse magazines, and we'll never see it because it got tucked away in there. And we thought it was like a mailer for a second subscription. Just saying that the 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 hazards of these horse magazines are unlimited. Can I also yeah. can I just say real quick too as we near our three hundredth episode. It's so nice. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like, I, yeah. I'm just every week struck by the fact of like people still like this, huh? That's that's crazy to me, and I'm so humbled by it. Thank you very much. We'll talk more about it at the 300th episode. Um, I I will say, I I have now ended the submission line for the people like the look back retrospective since I started listening to my brother, my brother and me sound bites. Cause I have so many of them and they're so good and I have to start working on it. So Shit. I can no longer accept new ones, but thank you to everybody who sent one in and hopefully I can get that all done in two weeks. Uh, I want to thank, say thanks to John Roderick and the long winters. She's our theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. It's fucking great. It's a great album. Good to listen to. Good to hear with your ears. Good to taste. If you if you're capable, mm. yeah, go check out all the other amazing Max Fun shows, and uh, that's gonna do it for us here, folks. Uh, thank you so much, as always, for your support. We love you very much, and uh, Griffin's got a final Yahoo for you. I do have a final Yahoo. Um, it was sent in by no kidding, probably 19 people, 19 different people sent this in over email, over Twitter. Thank you all. It's by Yahoo Answers user. They are anonymous, but they asked. Can anyone tell me how to get young Joseph Stalin hair without showing the barber a picture of young Joseph Stalin? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, my name is Justin McElroy. And I'm Dr. Sydney McElroy. We host the medical history podcast Sawbones, a tour of all the weird, stupid, terrible, horrifying, hilarious ways that we've tried to fix people over the years. If you haven't been listening to Sawbones, you've missed out on topics like the Seasick Proof Saloon, the woman who gave birth to bunnies, the unkillable Phineas Gage, the true story of Typhoid Mary. Polio. And you can check out Sawbones every Wednesday by going to iTunes or wherever podcasts are sold. They don't sell podcasts. I told you this. Or presented. <laughs> Offered for free. It's free. What better selling point could there be than that? Every Wednesday, MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are offered. It's Sawbones. <laughs>